You smell funny. I'm a real fish, you know. I really like fish. No, 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 fishy. Now, inshore, offshore, if it's in the water, we'll tell you how to get it in the boat. It's Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. <laughs> Good morning, Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. I am your host, Captain Bubba Ben Court. That, I am was, a, that was a long one. I'll tell you, you know what you know what I think it is? I think it's uh I think it's the coffee kind of just makes everything just right in the morning. Makes it slide down easier. Oh god, maybe. <laughs> uh, so we got a great show for you guys today. Like I said, I got up to my right-hand side. I got James Garrison, a.k.a. Dad, a.k.a. Mad Dad, and the one and only Ryan Hoppy, who is dressed to impress today. Fresh up, haircut, a little line in there. You're looking good, kid. Thank you, bro. You're looking good. We got a great show. We got a um, boat show today, which we're going to be heading there as soon as we leave here. So if you guys are out and about today, come check us out at the boat show we will be there hanging out at West Coast Marine, and we have a big announcement also to make. Uh, a, a big sponsor coming on board, Southeastern Tackle, is now one of our big sponsors. So uh, you guys can come check us out over there. We'll be roaming around Southeastern today at the boat show as well. Uh, but it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a lot of stuff going on there today, so come check us out. And uh, we're going to get into fishing. A lot of fishing happened for me in the last two days, and uh, each story has been pretty uh are these, yeah. are these gonna take a whole segment each no i'm gonna your get, stories I, your stories can can drag oh well first of all i want to say happy birthday to big glenn blumeyer 54 on friday is it he, is it pronounced blumeyer blumeyer that's how you do it that's like, how you say it kind of like brockmeyer yeah kind of blumeyer blumeyer yeah. yes sir i like it so uh you know we had a we had a good day it was able to catch bait on friday um loaded up on bait and we we're able to come out the gate first time glenn turns around and looks at me and says hey are you gonna guarantee fish today i'm never in my life a guaranteed fish i turned uh, around and looked at in him march dead. in march with some live bait in there you can guarantee you fish. can guarantee fish well that's why i felt confident i turned around i said yeah glenn we're gonna catch fish today he says so you guarantee it i said yeah i guarantee it you know what he did right after that when he got him a butt heavy that a boy <laughs> right away got him one started the day off right and uh ended up being a really great trip uh, one thing I want to say is I want to give a shout out to Mike Goodwine. We, we were talking la we were talking last week how you got a little upset at at uh, Pappy's, you know some things happen. Well, I'm coming out of Christmas. Goodwine's probably an easy 200 yards from me. Calls me on my phone and says, "Hey, is that you in front of me?" I said, "Where you at?" He said, "Look to your right." I turn and look to my right. He's sitting at Pappy. He said, "Dude, come over here. We got him doubled up. We got him on fire." So. All right. He said, of come, course you did. Come right next to me. So I come around, all the way around them on the trolling motor, come sit right next to them, watching them as they got two double hookups in front of me. They land both their fish, both pigs, 34s, easy, big fish. Then we come in next to them, sit down. We start throwing live bait. We had big old white bait. We had cut bait. We see them hook another two or three more fish right next to us. And we stay there for like two hours, really just trying to get one redfish. And we never hooked up. All right, did did you cast in his? I never really got right into it. No, we didn't do that. You know, I, I'm gonna. He was scared because we had the big. He ran out of the bigger baits, and that's what those fish were chewing on. But uh, it was funny. He had a guy on his boat. It was his birthday too. So we sat there. And then Kenny Smith came in, 
and we thought Kenny Smith was going to push him, and Armando was out there too. Um, and we thought they were going to push him. Mike calls Armando, said, bro, just push up a little bit. And they end up coming, and we had him right in the middle of us, and we just couldn't get him to hook up. We tried everything in the possible book to get that to happen, and we caught a ton of caught, caught a ton of snook, and even the snook are going off on cut bait right now. I mean, it's crazy. You can literally get two boxes of thread fins and go catch all the snook you want. Trout, trout will eat them too. People think I'm crazy. Trout will eat cut bait too. Yeah, and those are probably the bigger ones too. So, I mean, shout out to Mike for just allowing me to just calling me because I was on my way. I think I was on my way north at you that point. You didn't want to scoot in the crowd there? Was there more people I mean, other I, than him and Armando? Well, there was two more people a little bit more south of them, but, you know, they were kind of, they were at, they were where they kind of normally sit this time of year, you know, besides, you know, if they get pushed around with trolling motors and stuff. But, bro, we really went in there, sat down, and then we pushed up a little bit more, and we couldn't get them to go, but we still had all in all a good day. Now, you guys remember last week, I broke down on Saturday. I had one of those trips where everything went wrong. So I had I got a chance to get a redo on this Saturday, thanks to West Coast Marine for getting me in and out, figuring out the problem like I thought was nothing serious, even though Jeff called me and says, hey, bub, your engine's done. You blew it up. There's no oil in it. And kept it going for two minutes. <laughs> All right, and I'm like Jeff. Come on, bro. Please don't tell me that you're kidding, right? And he kept, bro. He he was stone cold. He just kept it going. Gotcha. Yeah, he got me good, and actually almost ruined my day because I was still thinking about. Start making your stomach hurt. Oh God, that's the I, worst. He was like, "Yeah, you're gonna probably have to put an insurance claim on this one." So they got me back on the water. I get to do this redo trip. I got my dad, senior chief, comes with me. We head out to go catch bait out there towards Apollo Beach, and. We waxed it. I'm talking about I had 400, 400 at a bare minimum, 400 pieces of mixed bait from big baits to middle to small. It was the perfect variety. A perfect dream morning for a captain. Go to spot, catch bait, have about 30 minutes left to clean the boat, rig any other rods you needed to rig, and pick your clients on time. I tell my dad, this is what, these are the days that I love being a captain. Having everything just right. And then. Spoke too soon. I'm cleaning the boat. I'm rigging the rods. I turned off the live well switch and killed every piece of bait in my boat. We got a name for that. What's that? It's a typical bub move. That's a TBM. <laughs> that is something you would do. I would have guessed that. If you if you'd have given me five guesses, I'd have hit it. Yeah, you probably would have. I'm talking about this bait. You know why? Because you don't know how to clean a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about this. This this switch had to be well. You know what it is? It's a it's a little bit of a poor design where the live well switch is in where my glove compartment is. Because when you go to open the glove compartment, if there's something there and it falls out, you go catch it. You go try to catch it and you put the butt. You turn. Oh, well, now they off. now they got those. Uh, what do you call them? Little rocker switches. What do you yeah. call them? Oh no, it's a toggle switch. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, are, I'm definitely switching. You have to put a little pressure on those. Yeah, I'm definitely switching my, my switch to that. I don't even care if it's the only one on there. And they look better. Yeah, I'm going to that for sure, 100%. So now I, I everything that I had going great for myself. So what do you do? You go to the ramp or you go to the bait shop well, right there or you no, go back out and get well, more bait? I, I called. So there was one, there was a new bait guy out there. I told him I didn't need any bait. Oh, here we I, go. You bought bait? I went over to him. He had like 40 pieces. I didn't even want to give him the twenty dollars. He should have just gave it to me for free. Okay, now I have forty pieces. Well, thank Hold God. On. Why should he have given it to you for free? Because because it, it wasn't even a full net. Because you're a for return him. customer. <laughs> no, it wasn't even a net full. He gave me the bottom of the barrel. 
Red nose. Why is he gonna give it to you for free? I didn't care. I paid him. I paid him. I paid him. All right. So now I'm going back to the to the boat ramp to pick up my my clients with 40 pieces of white bait in the live well. So I immediately try to start. Who can help me? Well, me and Kevin Overstreet were helping each other out catching bait. I know he was loaded up. So I meet him. I get two scoops from Kevin Overstreet. Get a scoop from Kenny Smith. Get another scoop from uh, uh, Marquette. Okay? Marquette. Marquette was out there? You got the wrong name. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay, keep going. What do you right, got? Whatever. So I get enough bait to survive for the day, right? By 2 o'clock, I'm about out. So I'll tell my clients, hey, you guys want to make the run? There's another bait guy. He's got enough bait for us to finish off the afternoon strong. We just got to drive the beer can. Do you want to do it or do you want to finish off like this? They're like, all right, let's go. So we committed in three-footers at this point from Whedon to Apollo, get the bait, come back. That was an hour trip. So I gave us two hours to finish the day off. I'll pull right into Pappy's. Pull into Pappy's, start working the shoreline. I saw maybe five snook up ahead on the shoreline. I got that bait out, and now I was finally able to chum heavy, bro, and I start throwing this bait out. And when you see the snook come out from the trees, it was a frenzy. I had... You saw him come from the oh trees? Oh, my God, dude, because we were sitting... Like yelling at their buddies? Bro, we were sitting in a... It, it was literally a, a, a stretch of just sand right in front of the mangrove line. And... Ring the lunch bell. Bro, it was from the back of the boat all the way to the front of the boat to the right side. It was loaded full of snook. And for two hours straight, we wore them out every single time they got in the water. They were tearing them up. Every time I threw chum, more would what come. Size, what size were they? Uh, actually, there was a couple that we caught. There was couple I caught slot? two fish yesterday. They were in the slot. They were right at 28, 29. And then... Majority of the fish caught yesterday, I think there was maybe a handful of snook that were caught. There were dinks. Everything else was 25 or better. And we're talking healthy fish. These fish have been eaten. So to turn the whole day around and to be able to go, I went to go see this guy. His name's his pretty cool name here. His name's Phil. So his business is Phil the Livewell. He's the bait guy out of where, Apollo where, Beach. Where, where? <laughs> so he hooked it up. I mean, listen, he gave me enough, he gave me enough bait. To do what I needed to do. It's a lot of build up for the for the let down there. What for the what do you mean? Fill the live well. I mean that's pretty good. All right. yeah, okay. It's pretty good. You don't like it. Yeah, it's, it's not bad, but I mean you you put it on a pedestal like it was gonna blow my socks off. <laughs> oh sorry, I didn't meet your expectations. Yeah. So at the end of the day, everything worked out. Uh my dad tried to get keep my cool because I have lit I literally lost it at Hula Bay. I mean yeah, I, was, that, I mean I what could happen. I, Oh, welcome to the show. Yeah, Bobby. hey, thanks. We're here. From I lost all my bait yesterday that I caught after three hours of catching it. Tinder must be good. Yeah, he's just swiping away. <laughs> no, but yeah, I can see how that that ruined your whole day. I you mean, you thought it, it was perfect. It was everything was perfect. Your dumbass hit the wrong switch. I and I, my soul, <laughs> my soul was taken from me. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really. I know you thought about just going to get some shrimp and cut bait, though. I did. And no, listen. Here's the messed up part: was is that now I had 400 pieces of cut bait, and I was so mad and lost my. I threw every piece of bait out of the boat except right there? the scoop. Brilliant. Except the scoop. Brilliant. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's how flustered I was. Dude, you know, look, when I guess we'll talk about it when we get back from the break. When people take their their cut bait off the hook and just dump it in the water, like I get annoyed. But I'm like, no, 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 no. Put that back in the chum bag. Yeah. And I put, like, a scoop in my bucket, but I, I didn't even think about it, like, because I could have went 
wherever I wanted it, cut bait and caught fish. But, you know, that's just the way it went. That's the way the cookie crumbles. We're going to take a real quick break. But uh, we'll give a big shout-out to South Ether, excuse me, Southeastern Fishing Tackle, <laughs> Big Storm <laughs> Brewing Company. Uh, and uh, you guys got to check Bay, out. Hula Bay. Hula Bay. You got to check out that Key Lime Shandy that's My out now. My goodness. You just put that on me. We're going to take a real quick break. We'll be back shortly. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Still on 102.5 The Bone. Real Raw Radio. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Radio 1025 The Bone. Brought to you by Southeastern Fishing Tackle. Nailed it. Nailed it. Southeastern Fishing Tackle. Big Storm Got Brewery. It. Big Storm Brewery. And Hula Bay Club. And Hula Bay Club. Oh, we made that sound like uh, TV right there. I like that. It's not our TV, though. It's not our kind of TV style. No, we don't like that. We that. like what you messed up the first time. That's how we like it. Southeastern. Like Donald Duck ate Bubba there. Oh, God. So, um... You know, yesterday was was pretty cool catching bait because a lot of the captains out there work together. You know, because see that can backfire too. It it can. It, it's nice when it works together, but no, it did, and and that's when I was talking to James Beers because um, sitting at the tower yesterday was James Beers, me, Overstreet, Wes, and Kenny. You know, there was probably about eight of us. Roll call. Okay. You know what I mean. And the bait wasn't on the marker. So you, you just had to start chumming. And it was crazy because when you would look at your Simrad, it would almost look like when you would just mark bubbles because it wasn't, like, super thick. But these bait, the bait will come in waves behind the boat. And when that tide really started kicking, you needed to make that chum, throw the chum almost off the front of the boat. So by the time it sunk, you could throw that, that net off the back of the boat, which I got to tell you, I'm, I'm actually getting a little bit more consistent here. You'd be proud. Is of it because of the back? Because you're on the back, or oh uh, no no no. You made it seem like no. throwing off the back was easier. No, it's reason. not. You had to drop the power poles. I'm I'm on a very small square. It's actually Hitting pretty the good. Oh, I hit the cowling. I hit the cowling six yeah. times. Yesterday. You need a towel on the top when you throw. Towel, or maybe just put a little bit of uh, seed deck what? or something. <laughs> <laughs> Another word is about to come out of there. So, you know, it it, it was cool. Like and like James said though, he goes because everyone was catching bait, so it was kind of cool. But when you're struggling to catch bait, then it turns into a cutthroat battle out there. Yeah, you know. But luckily, it wasn't like that, and everyone's able to. You know I mean, why? Because the guy's sitting off, waiting for you to move, and you're not getting it. He thinks you're doing it wrong for some reason. Yeah. He wants to get in the exact same spot. If I throw it, it'll be better. My net's better. It's it's crazy though, because where we're catching the bait at, like you would think you'd have to be on top of the marker, but you, we are. I'm, yesterday, I was off the marker probably 30 yards. And just chumming, chumming, chumming. I went through 20 pounds of chum yesterday. 20 pounds? Yeah. Because I, I ran out and I had to go pick some up, and they sold it in a 20-pound bucket. So I got that and literally went through that yesterday just because I, I didn't want those. Right towards the end, probably about 845, that bait came so thick in that chum slick yesterday, it was just insane. Once was you, it coming to the top or you see it? Oh, machine? no, no, it came to the top. It came to the top, and it stayed at the top. As long as you had, you know, I had my dad on the front just chumming. I said, Chief, Staying on the don't chum. stop chumming. Let's keep this slick going. 
And I think that, you know, and that we and James had told us, hey, come in my slick, because he was done. He caught bait for him and Travis and was loaded. I mean, he caught so much bait. So we slid in his slick, started chumming. They came up. It was beautiful. But it was just so heartbreaking because when you work that hard and you know, oh, my God, I got this much bait. I know I'm going to go all over the bay today and spread chum out everywhere. And then your whole plan goes to just a waste. And you got to start all over. It's but fishing. It happens. You don't. When that happens, you don't dump the dead bait out. No, you don't. But right I, I, I lost it. My and my dad was telling me on the ride home. You know, we were having a typical dad and son conversation. He was I, like, I imagine that happens quite frequently. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's like, you know, you see, you got, you can't, you can't lose your, you can't lose your stuff. You got to just. I'm tell, I'm looking at my dad. Said I can't lose my stuff. We we worked. We both worked our butt off for three hours. And I, it still started at that point when I'm in you the car. You, he's right, though. You can't lose it. I, I didn't. I, and this is why I was saying the story. I didn't lose it. Like, to me, I thought I kept it together. It's so already, what? It's already happened. Kicked, it's out of control now. I kicked the bucket. So what? I kicked the bucket and I threw the bait out. I was a little upset. It, it, you it, lost it. I lost yeah. it. Yeah. But you just said like you didn't, that. but you did. Yeah, but it wasn't like crazy loss. It was like borderline loss. So, but big thanks to my dad. Big thanks to my boy Jimmy for helping me out, too, on Friday. Uh, it's tough out there, especially when the, when the, when the bait's not that easy. You know, just for the simple fact to have someone keep that chum line going is a big deal, especially yeah. when that bait's not there like that. Troy ran over the Skyway yesterday, <clears throat> and he said there was a lot of cigar minnows yep. up and down, thread fins. Yeah. So that's, that's good that thread fins are there, though, if that's what you want. Like if Pappy's is your, is your deal, it's good to have those big threadies. Yeah, because when I ran into Frankie on Friday, uh, Bill – Again, he didn't even have the three fins. Well, people buying them up. Yeah. Well, it's, well that, that's Pappy's, also, Pappy's is back. Yeah. It took it took a little five month hiatus, and here it is. It did. I remember when I came out of I came out of the lake or the pond yesterday. And I turned and looked at that time, right when we were getting ready to go to Apollo, and there was like nine boats at Pappy's. Yep. Nine. It's a me and Tony Roses. We were fishing the other day. We were talking about. It's amazing how Weeden Island can still be productive with the amount of pressure it has and even like th the grass getting torn up and everything from yeah. people not using their trolling motor where they're supposed to and it just it gets hit hard every day and the fish still there they still produce yeah, it's dude, it's amazing there was a guy on it i screamed at him twice yesterday on a jet ski doing 80 across the flat in from the signs at Whedon to the shoreline, he was halfway in. You chuck a bait at him? No, nah, he was too far, too fast, dude. He was, whoa! <laughs> you just got to lead him a little dude, a little farther. But you, you say that. that those, you get women and children, you just lead them farther. <laughs> you say that how Whedon is just pressured so much. Can you imagine the fishing on the other side of the bay at McDill? They get zero pressure? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's good. It's probably insane. It's got there. There is no pressure. Those fish are just living the good life. Imagine Whedon. You know, I've been fishing there twenty years. Imagine forty years ago, what that spot was like. My God. You know, with with seventy five percent less boats for sure. I mean, everybody's got a boat these days. Yeah. So, I mean, you got pontoon boats out there, fishing right next to you in jeans in the middle of the summer. I've seen it happen. They're catching fish right there with me. We, hey, you were with me that day. We seen the pontoon boat with a fourteen foot ladder tower on it. Weren't you got you? a tower. You got power poles was on a it. Tournament day. I don't. I don't know if it was tournament day. Yeah, but. me, you, and Jeff were fishing a tournament, I believe, and we were we were up there by Lizard, and this guy had a, a pontoon boat with a fourteen foot ladder on it. 
I mean, I've seen pontoon boats. I, out I ain't gonna lie. I'd like to have that. I mean, it look, it look, I mean, I don't want. I'm not gonna fish out of it. It's like that the tower we use in Louisiana. That was pretty sweet, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, but it's got a slide on it. The pontoon I'm talking about's got a slide going oh, on the back. Oh, no. I want, I'd like to have that thing. Take there's it to the sandbar. Right, there's just, oh my god, the sandbar. Hey, let me tell you something right now. When I made that run to Apollo yesterday, and it was beer can was, I was mean, loaded. Beer can was <laughs> popped off. I mean, it was it was. I just wanted and to. And that's pull early. It. They're there early. Oh yeah. I think I see. They're getting my, spots. Yeah. Calling yeah. their spots early. Yeah, they ain't, they're out there just hammering bush lights. Bush lattes. <laughs> lattes. Hey, I, it, it looked like a huge party out there. And it was just crazy because even, even my boys on the boat, they're like, dang, all these people are out here and it's this rough? They don't look at you and go, let's go over there. I don't want to fish them. Let's go man, party with them. Man, I would have. But the, after the ride we just made. Oh, we're already there. Yeah, I know. But they're ready to fish. I needed, I needed to finish yesterday off with a banger, and that's what we did. But uh, it's that that I would like to do a little Sunday fun day over there soon. Cause I'm it, pretty sure though you could take in, you could take white bait and go to any shoreline right now. 100. percent And I chum it out if it, if nothing hits it within three minutes on the top, just move and go to another one. Yeah, because they'll let you know if they're there. Yeah, they they are the snooker very active now. We got this another cold front that I hope is the last cold front of the year because now this is gonna. We finally got some solid heat, and the fish, the, the bait's closer to making its way to the flat. What was and, the water temp? Uh, 70. Yes, it's in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so solid. It's, it's kingfish time, too. Se- yeah. Tuna are showing up, I hear. 75, I would say. A solid 75. You know, once you're talking midday. Poons, but, are, poons are not far. If it's 75 already. Yeah. And, man, in some of these tides, it, like, yesterday tide wasn't bad it was it was it was moving pretty good incoming all day that's the last two tides we fished was incoming all day but um it was it was was, it's been it's awesome when you have the clients on the boat and you have the the chum on the boat to be able to get there and it's a whole different ball game when you're spreading that bait out and you can see it in in your client's face like oh my god they're like rushing to get a bait because it's Boom, boom, there's blow-ups everywhere, and they're just dying to get in the, get in the water. And- hey, let me ask you this. So you got clients on the boat like that, and the, the bites fire is going off. So you, normally everybody's in the front of the boat fishing, right? Yeah. So the, do they do it the same way we do uh, by instinct? So you got one guy in the front, he catches a fish. Does somebody immediately replace him in that spot? Always. It just, it's I just instinct them. as a fisherman. Yeah, but I I'm going to get that spot. He just left it. Exactly. It's just, it, <laughs> it, you have to do it. I mean, it, you figure, okay, you're catching a fish. You're moving out of the way. You land your fish. Next do they up. Do they rotate and do they move their lines accordingly or is that something you got to uh, Sometimes I have to orchestrate. Yeah, I have to orchestrate that. And then sometimes you always just got that one guy that's okay with just being by himself off the back of the boat. He until, ain't catching nothing. Until you're like, hey, bro. Come on up here. We've got about four fish each that person. Poor guy, that poor guy in the back, that'd be hoppy. He'd be in the back. Fishing sucks, you know. And meanwhile, there's I 30 think I like it. There's thirty fish being caught up front. You're like, that's because fishing's up front. You point the boat, the spot. Yeah. Well, I, I, Hoppy said he'll like it. But I'm I be, excited. Whenever you guys want to go fishing with me, I'm down. Hey, I have a feeling Hoppy is just going to be on the back of the boat, take those 14-foot shoes off. And put them, put Oh, excuse me, 18. And I said foot for a reason. I wasn't saying it like that. Just sitting in the water with his jeans rolled up, looking at the pelicans. Oh, just like the post he put up the other day. Stargazing. What he put up? Is this heaven? It was. It wasn't bad. 
but yeah, he's about to get super defensive. Hey, yeah, chill now. out, bro. <laughs> you put a you put a nice picture out there. It has some water on it, and I drew, I just Solid he's like, is this water. heaven? And I just wrote, no, it's a Tuesday. It's Florida. You're looking at water. It's a Tuesday. It's not Chicago. <laughs> I was feeling emotional. You were. Bet you were feeling something. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, uh, what was that? An apartment or something like that? No, it was Sog Grass Lake Park. It's right down the block in St. Pete. Okay. Is that where? You, is that where you? Is that your place of? In the man, tucked in the mangroves. There. The first time I've gone in like a year. Usually I go to the beach, but there's been no parking at the beach because everybody's here visiting. So that was a way to see the sunset without having to pay for parking at the beach. Hey, let me ask you this: Do you take that? You take that car and put it right in the mangroves there? No. Oh uh, no! Well, that you gotta be careful. That's how you do it. That's how. That's where you should do. And then you, but just whatever you do, just don't put your flashers on. <laughs> <laughs> do not, do not. Hey, put they your will love you over on. there, Hoppy. Do not do it. You'll, you'll never come out of the mangroves. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. It makes me nervous. We're just kidding. Don't do that. that do was, not put your. Yeah. Do not go to Redneck Riviera. Pull into one of those spots and put your flashers on. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> Speaking of that, too, we wanted, uh, Kenny Dorado's over at the Gandy Boat Ramp, and he said that the pay station is not working. So if you're out, you're on your way there today, he seems to think you can take a picture of it and be okay with that. Well, but, you know, I mean, come on. If you're going to come in there, I, you're I still going to fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I'm, if anything, get there early enough and park your truck backwards, your trailer backwards in the grass. Worst case scenario. No, I mean, if it's not working, you're not going to not fish because your pay station's not there. Oh, but, no, you're going to fish. You, know, you can still fight the ticket if something happens. But I'll tell you what, when I was leaving the boat ramp yesterday, Armando uh, Acasa, I don't know what happened. I want to I wanna talk to him, but there was a big old, like, big cruiser boat there. He was going off on this dude. I look, I'm like, At the ramp? At the ramp, bro. I'm talking about he was going off on him. And he, I mean, his buddy was driving the boat. Amando had put the trailer in. You know, it was, it was straight chaos at the boat ramp in the afternoon. Everyone's trying to get out. And I don't know what happened, but he just he laid into this dude. For what? Give it to I, me. I don't I don't know what he did. I don't know because the guy was parked there, and Amando's boat was in front of him, and he blocked him. Uh, I, that's I, probably I, typical boat ramp stuff. Yeah, it was definitely. It's bad on Saturdays and Sundays because people don't understand. We need to do a video and put We really that out. should just do a show there. Like actually film a show there. <laughs> yeah. Wait till wait till about two or three o'clock on a Sunday, and then just start filming. Yeah, that's true. Because there's some great stuff. Do your tie downs and stuff after you get out of the ramp. Like hook yeah. your, hook your trailer and your boat up to the trailer, and then get all get out of the way. Do all that stuff out of the way on the side. Yeah, and that, see now yesterday, if someone was there and saw me yesterday, they might have complained that I was staying there a little too long, but I believe one of my live well hoses came off, so I took on a lot of water on my boat. So I didn't want to drive my trailer too far with the boat being heavy, so I left it at the boat ramp at that good angle so I can get the water out, and my bilge was clogged with some kind of fiberglass or something, so I didn't get that double action of the drain. So Meanwhile, while I'm there, I'm like, all right, well, we might as well try to get the boat ready because, you know, but and I felt bad being there because I know how bad that ramp needs to be open. But it wasn't, you know, I didn't get any horns beeped to me or like, hey, can you move? But you know what I noticed? It was a guy. There's this, um, I don't know how to say it, this little Asian guy that rents a boat or Oriana. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you know, 
uh, he rents like a pontoon or, or a, a deck boat out of there. I've seen him a couple times, right? But when I pull into the ramp, this boat is tied up, engine up. It's just sitting at the ramp. It's just it, where's, where's he? Nowhere to be found. He's not even there yet. So I pull my boat in front of him and I tie off, send Chief to get the truck, and I'm just thinking to myself, where's this guy at? You know what you do? What? You, you untie his pontoon. You just let it let it do its thing. Give it a little push off. Get him out of the way. Well, he was the, it was it was further. It was far enough on the back of the ramp that another boat could slide in. But teach it, him it a was, lesson. You oh, won't no, do it again. You give how it a long little, was that thing parked there? Untie that thing once. Just He'll never do it again. <laughs> let it float off. I can't do that. I'm not saying you should, but it, it would work. He'll never do it again if you do that. No, probably not. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. This is Flats Mafia today. Radio, 1025 The Bone, brought to you by Southeastern Tackle Liquidators, Hula Bay and Big Storm. We'll be back shortly. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. We are back. And uh, we're going to go over real quick March 9th at West Coast Marine uh, off Tyson Street from 2 to 6 p.m. Grand opening. The grand opening of West Coast Marine. There will be. I repeat, there will be free beer, free food, and live music. Yeah. And live music. Don't want to miss that. All the Blazers will be there. Even if they do sell at the boat show this weekend, they will still be there for the grand opening. Um, come check out their facility. Come check out all the Blazers. I mean, they are knocking out some great yeah. service work there. Hopefully, hopefully, people have been following on Facebook and Instagram some yeah. of the stories. Because, I mean, you got to see some of these things. They got... They bought showboats, right? These are for their grand opening, so they went Mac Daddy on all of them. They're loaded, power poles. They got everything but a trolling motor on them. Yep. The wheels are, they upgraded the package on them. They're 18-inch wheels. And they're hard. Yeah, they're blacked out. They're murdered out. Some the are other, chromed out. Yeah, the other that white and chrome That works. white and chrome is, if you had the boat show today, make sure you check out the white and chrome. What is it, a 2420? Yes, 2420. Yeah. They, got a, they got a 2220 fish over there, 22 fish over mm-hmm. there, too, that's hard as well yeah that 675 is as bad as it's gonna look yeah and it, it, they 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 got some sexy boats the 24 definitely. justin's got his 2400 up there with the tower you know I love, the, bla- I, the blazer line is is sexy man it is it really is and then wait till they drop that that uh the bigger boat they're gonna 26? do the 26 yeah they're gonna Ooh. be dropping the 26 here soon that's gonna be uh that's gonna be real hard too looking yep. forward to that yep so march march 9th don't forget next week's show is gonna be uh it's gonna be a cool show. Uh, we have Tiger Hoffman and Jake from uh, Angling for Relief. I figured I'd say that. Yeah, because your handwriting is about as good as a doctor's. Um, Angling for Relief. This kid Jake is an amazing kid. Uh, last seminar me and Justin did at the Salty Shamrock. Uh, this kid got up and spoke about what he's trying to do and what he's what what he is doing. Yeah, he's started. Not, he's he started not, a nonprofit at twelve years yeah, old. Yeah, started a nonprofit at twelve years old for an amazing cause. Um, you know, basically helping out kids that are fighting cancer in the hospital and bringing them stuff like a, a little tackle package so they know how so to I turn. I think he calls it dry fishing or something like dry that. Dry fishing, yeah. Yeah, so they're fishing right there from the hospital bed just to get their mind off things. It's, Absolutely. It's great. Yeah, it is an amazing thing. So uh, we're really looking forward 
to them coming in next week and talking to them about it. Uh, this kid, this kid's 12 years old. He speaks very well. I'm um, looking forward to, to hearing and letting him share what he's got going on with yeah. you guys and how everyone can actually be a part Y'all of it. I want to check him out on Facebook. It's Angling for Relief. Angling for Relief. Yep. So that's going to be that's gonna be something cool for next week. So you guys kind of have an idea. What else we got? Next, this month, too, at Tight Line Tuesday, we got a preemptive possibility day here. Yeah, we got to just run it by Southeastern and make, yeah, sure, make it's, sure it's good for them. March 26th is what we're hoping for. Yeah. March 26th, I will be speaking on... And you, and you are the speaker. I am the speaker yeah. this this month. Um, and we're going to go over, basically, by then, we'll be in full swing of spring, probably. And um, you know we're, you know we're going to bring the beer and the food to that as well. Yep. Definitely. I'm going to get some some key lime shandy, I think, from Big Storm that day. Nice. We'll switch it up, a little flavor. Yep. Um, yeah, I think we're going to... I think it could be... Uh, we'll go over a little bit of uh, the springtime swing and might even just tap into a little bit of the tarpon uh since we're, we're going to be right it's going to be close it's going to be right around the corner i just i honestly what you really look for is when they really show up in boca heavy you know what i, I mean? bet they'll be there by then by that by that by late that March. date yeah there'll be some sightings of them you know so i hope um uh, you know i like i like to see what's going to happen because after the red tide and all that i like to see what kind of movement they're going to get back in if the, if the water temp's really 77 out there right now, our residential tarpon got to be roaming around, too. Yeah. The ones that, you, that's when you start looking for them at the reefs. Look out, look, look and. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here today? <laughs> I had too much French vanilla. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean. Mm-hmm. Even the resident fish, you know, at the Skyway and stuff too. Yeah, the, the Skyway, the the local reefs out. And that's what I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna probably talk about too is, you know, I, the way I fish the Skyway Bridge when it's time, and then you know you got your way that you fish Egmont or Bean Point, and go over those three things that you do, and what kind of tackle and stuff like that. What we what we typically use when we're out there and what works best. But we'll go over that and that that is a great topic. People need, I I don't shouldn't say they need help with it, but. If you're struggling with tarpon, you can't figure it out the skyway. It is that's the one to listen to. Yeah, well, and it's it's going to be good too because we'll be at Southeastern and be be able to, you know, they got all kinds of different rod and reel combos, and we'll have some stuff set up so you can kind of see, you know, obviously you can get away using something a little lighter, but it's really not, you know, the more that the more you fight that fish, the you longer mean lighter you fight. what like uh, uh, as tackle? Are you talking about actually no as reel and rod, uh, head rod, rod and reel. You know, you could get away, you can get away with a five, six thousand on a on a pretty medium heavy, you know, but you end up fighting for that fighting that tarpon longer, yeah. And it's really not that good for the fish. You're gonna end up having to revive that. Well, fish a lot of times, longer. a lot of times, your five and six thousand reels are the same. It's just line capacity. Yeah, it's so, it's the backbone of your rod that you need. Yeah, you need that 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 heavy. I like the heavy. I actually, um, I remember last last year. On uh, at Anna Maria Island, we we're on the beach because we couldn't. Bean Point has gotten it's the Weedon Island of tarpon area. Yeah, absolutely. And it's gotten so bad that the etiquette there it's almost if you're not there early and and amongst that people who know what they're doing. This is weird. Like the cops are weird. People at bars are weird. I don't know what it is. Anna Maria. Yeah, it is a little different over there. It is, it's I don't a, know what it is. Be- that's probably one of the best the- beaches though. Yeah, but it's, it's beautiful. Monco has a he Monco has a place out there. Hey, well, next time you go over there, Hoppy, and you're on the beach. And you're going around this time, maybe next month. You're, 
you're swimming with the sharks, dude. They're all around oh, there. Dude. People have no idea. Like you're ten feet from yeah monsters. Aren't yeah. they more nervous about us than we are about them in a way? Like, don't they hate us? Uh, I don't know. I have never spoken to their psychiatrists. <laughs> I don't, they're not gonna. They're not gonna mess with you. I mean, the Shut bull up, sharks. I, I heard that in a movie. I don't know. <laughs> Look, Listen, when you're in Boca you Grande, I don't talk on the show, and then when I contribute, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we want you to contribute. That exact thing. You don't want to fall off the boat in Boca Grande, or no, you don't. Or Naples. I mean, even even Egmont. Like, I don't know if y'all ever saw the Senor Hammerhead video that we put up years ago. That we're following us. How big you he's, think? He's twelve to fourteen. Yeah, twelve to day. fourteen foot hammerhead. I'm on the front of the boat, leaning over, trying to grab his dorsal fin. We're throwing a mangrove snapper that we caught, trying to just get him to hit something. No, he didn't. Not that time? No, that's not things we do. <clears throat> oh. Why would he? <laughs> they don't do with... things like that. How about the time you were at Egmont and you jumped off into that little uh, Alien tube? Gonzalez tube? Well, no, there was just a tube floating, free floating. that, And then Jeff just didn't get me back in the boat. That was a little upsetting, too, because, you know, yeah, I did we it did for the camera. did circles around you, make sure that he didn't come get you? Yeah. <laughs> he he looked just like Harrison that one time. <laughs> Harrison was trying to get the shark off the off the tarpon, and he's doing circles around us at Hagmont. <laughs> We're like, bro, what are you doing? This 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 tarpon's already missing half of his back. That's another that's another exciting I get, thing. I, I get excited just talking about it. I know it. it listen, it is my first time ever going to Boca Grande. My first time ever tarpon fishing. It was actually for uh, it was Nick Drangle's bachelor party. We went down there, and the first five hookups were all destroyed by sharks. And I was getting ready to grab my first lip of a tarpon. And I saw this black shadow come from the bottom of the boat. And he bit the back of the tarpon next to the boat and flipped his whole body around and turned around and bit the head part. Within a matter of 11 seconds, he ate a six-foot tarpon with blood and scales. And I'm on the side of the boat with my nails dug in the side like, Oh my! I just saw real life jaws. It was it was exhilarating, bro. They eat the whole thing seriously, and it, fifteen seconds boom, is a boom. long time for that. I said eleven. Like he yeah. he came, boom, flip, boom, gone. It feels and, like when you're watching, it feels like two seconds. Yeah, it was. It's it's crazy to see that. I mean, you hate to see it, but I mean, that's just that's when you, life. Right then, hoppies when you don't want to fall in the water. No, when they are Good destroying point. a tarpon that's as big as you. Makes sense. It's a six foot tarpon. You fall in right there, you. You might be done. <laughs> Makes sense. Especially if you're wearing a chartreuse color There's shirt blood like all in the water. Yeah, that, uh, that's not the time to fall in there. Sounds no. good, actually. Sounds fun. No, no. it's a, it's. a And you know what's crazy is, though, while that's happening, while there's 60 boats in the past fishing for tarpon, yeah. there's people on the on the south end of, of Boca Grande just swimming in the beach. I think they know a little bit there. You know, it's not like uh, Bean Point's different. Those, those people there have no clue. None. I think the people in Boca Grande actually know it's going on yeah well it's crazy that they, that i've seen there. guides over there too during tarpon season we talked about this i think the last year year before guides that are letting their clients jump in the water and do cannonballs outside of the pass and just swim in the water there yeah and we, we're driving by like you know you're a moron what are you doing and they, they you know they throw their what <laughs> okay sure. see y'all later hope you got a big, hope we got a big big insurance plan wow yeah, he ain't messing around like that. But they're going to the beach. They're in the middle of the pass, just yeah. out there by the humps. And I, why? And I'm going to tell you right now. That's a dare, maybe. That's not. They were hammered, hammered. Oh well, well, there you go. That's why they were doing it. It's, it's. We're close, man. We are so close. And before you know it, we'll, we'll be halfway through 
Or right in the middle of prime time, we're tarping and we'll be on our way to the Keys. Yep. You know what 77 degrees means as well? That means our residentials are here. Oh. I can start doing my thing at night. Especially, man, it slicked up last night too. Night, I, when I was leaving the ramp, I seen Nike. He was getting ready to go out. And it was just, it, was, it started to lay down. And it, I, I saw it when I was coming home. That flag finally just gave up. Like even on the way on the way to the show today, when we were going down Del Mabry, and those flags weren't moving, that fog was sticking around. Man, you get those... I feel like that meme too. When it's like that, you stick your head out the window. Like, yeah, I need to be fishing right now. Yeah, we'll show or you me. see that body? Yeah, I'd fish that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. I'm telling you right now. That's when when it's when you get the the right tide in the in the right wind, you could smoke them at the spot. And it's that time, man. It is that time. So I'm actually I'm actually excited. I'm gonna really prepare, you know, my the seminar for Tideline Tuesday, and really try to give the best tarpon. So that's what, we're done with it. That's the discussion over. We're gonna talk tarpon. We're doing tarpon. Yeah, well, I guess we could do tarpon. I mean, we'll, we'll touch a little bit on 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 the snook and redfish, but uh, nah, just do it all tarpon, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be close enough to April. There it is. We'll do tarpon. Done deal, Dad. You know, sign us up. We'll talk. We'll figure out. We'll actually be able to find out, out today. Yeah, bring out some Dan James rods and, yeah, you know, show well, people how to do it. And we need to, we actually, I don't know if it's going to happen this Tide Line Tuesday or not, but uh, within the next two Tide Line Tuesdays to the apparel, we're going to get the apparel back in full swing. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I know a lot of people have been uh, asking about that. We we will get back to it, guys. Don't worry. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Um but check out, uh, check out. We actually we're gonna do our, we're gonna we're gonna knock out a, a podcast this week. Hoppy's gonna get it going, right, Hop? What day? I'm free whenever. Well, this we're gonna we're, we're gonna record it and then I'll just send it to you. Oh, and uh, why you want to do one? Yeah, we will record it at my house. We have the studio, the podcast studio at my house. I wouldn't mind sitting in if you guys need me there. Oh yeah, you actually. We we bought the equipment about six months ago. Yeah. Okay. Right. I can't get this guy to com- commit to it. That's not true. It is true. I kind of want to do it low key. Yeah. Like low, like you really want to do it low key. I yeah. mean, if you guys right. would prefer me just be the board out for the show and not a part of the podcast, that's fine too. All good. I see how it is. Our podcast is going to be a little different. Yeah, they're they're not going to be strictly fishing. I mean, it'll have it in there, but yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about uh trending, trending. It's just going to be a fun podcast. We're going to add everything that we normally add with fishing and and whatnot. But then we're gonna, you know, we'll talk sports. We'll talk uh trending things that are going on. Women. You know, yeah, we'll talk about, you know, we can always do no, that. No, we're, we're kind of married. Yeah. Well, no. We could always just do hot chicken. Well, that's week. your fault. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, because you just got them rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep them off me. Yeah. Might as well give this kid the Heisman. You just got them all coming in, huh? Totally. Jesus. It was a joke. I know. It's all right. It was a good one. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, I laughed. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, uh. I'm looking forward to the boat show, guys. If you guys are out and about, make sure you come down to the boat show. We'll be at the Southeastern booth as well. Yeah. Right right when you walk in. To the left, I believe. You go to the left, you cannot miss Southeastern No, they got spot. everything and anything out there today. Don't miss that. We're they actually going to They bring come, the whole store, dude. Dude, they have a lot of all hands on deck over there. It's crazy. I'm looking forward to it because I actually need another set of client rods, so hopefully I can find something today. And, uh, you know. Just call, just call Dan up. He'll take care of you. I, I know he will. It's just I, those rods are so nice. I, I see what, what these your people, clients can't fish with nice rods. No, I see what they do to the rods they have. Yeah, it now. is bad. It is bad it's, what they do. I, I couldn't even. I got all my Dan James rods for my fishing. 
I can't, I don't know if I can allow. I mean, there's certain, yes, you know, there's certain people you get on the boat that have fished with you more than once. Like my boy Glenn and all that crew, they can fish with those. But, you know, you're sure, you know, your customers, it's just people don't understand. They get excited. They hook a fish. Before you know it, they drop the rod and reel four feet in the air down on the deck because they're, like, just super excited. And I understand. I understand. I know I know what it is. You can't you can't woo with a rod in your hand. Woo! Woo! Hey, you know, I, I the other day I went when I was at the court, I thought about a, another little uh idea for either a fishing show. This ought to be good. Yeah. Well, you know, I grew up fishing on the Courtney Campbell Causeway. You know, I, I started on the rocks. Yeah. Started on shore. And you know, and remember I was telling you those you know, I, I'm looking down and I can see these fish. And there's people fishing on the rocks, and they're throwing 20 yards out, and the fish are right there in front of them. And they're probably using the, the, the pyramid weight. Oh, pyramid weight with uh, wire, wire with a swivel? Yeah, metal leader. And, you know, you, I feel like you can either do a show where you go down there and you say, hey, why don't you try to start doing this? Why don't you use this? See if you can help them change their luck. Or you just pull up and say, hey, let's go fishing. Hop on the boat and you take them fishing for a little while. People Dude, who, just gonna go up to randoms. Yeah, just do random. Hey girl, hey girl. Yeah, you, well, hop, you hop in my boat. That's not creepy. You wanna go fishing? I mean, I'm not gonna just do it to a chick that's on the side. Not by a herself. chick. I mean, it's, it's gonna be a guy sitting up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they, I saw a uh, husband and wife or girlfriend and boyfriend there. You know, it's just one of those things that we do that we have the oppor- the ability to do. Mm-hmm. That if I was out there and someone say, hey, you know how many times I was out there and you see the guy come by? How about this? I'll be out there waiting and you see your buddy go by and you you go like this or it's call him once he goes to the spot and you talk to him. You're like, hey, I saw you go over there. Yeah, that's cool. And never once does he go, hey, want me to come get you? <laughs> they always leave you right there waiting. They keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bro. See you Don't later. Don't worry about me. I'm not catching anything over here. Uh, Can I get a funny. scoop? <laughs> Uh, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, come see us at the boat show. Yeah, come see us at the boat show. Um, super excited to announce the Southeastern Fishing Tackle Liquidators is on our team. Um, and we're going to be there today. West Coast Marine, come check out the Blazers. They are set up. Make sure you remember March 9th, 2 to 6, at West Coast Marine, the grand opening. Free beer, free food, live music. And uh, we will be announcing Tightline Tuesday this next week coming up. And we got a great show next weekend for angling for relief. Give, so, me, uh, give me your numbers if they want to go fishing. Buddy. Yeah, y'all want to go fishing. Y'all want to come out, come fishing, 813-600-7135. Or look me up on uh, Facebook at uh, Invasion Fishing Charters. We can get after it. Got some uh, got some dates in uh, April coming up. And uh, other than that, come see us at the boat show. Y'all enjoy the rest of your Sunday. We are out of here. Two fingers. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone.